Anchor.fm is the podcast service that is hosting Human Hub Podcast. Anchor.fm provides this service free of charge. They help to distribute the podcasts that are created on the platform, and they help to monetize them. Anchor.fm does this because they want everyone's voice to be heard, regardless of background or experience level. Podcasting with Anchor.fm is easy. Even I can do it. Just sign up on the website or download the app onto your phone, record your podcast, then tap publish. Record your podcast using the Anchor.fm platform and have your voice heard today. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom over me, over me. And if I be your slave, I'd be buried in my grave. And go home to my Lord and be free. Hello and welcome to the Human Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Lady Norma, also known as Norma Carey. I'm podcasting via Anchor, which provides me a platform on which I can record, distribute, and monetize my podcasts. Uh, contact me at 219-649-2590. My project, Human Hub, and the Human Hub podcast promote human well-being. This is the main goal. Human well-being means that, among other things, human beings have the basic means of physical survival on planet Earth. Clean air, clean water, nutritious food, restful sleep, shelter, utilities and clothing all at the same time. And that human beings truly thrive and enjoy life here. Also, Human Hub and Human Hub Podcast acknowledge that human beings are energy or spirit beings having physical experiences here on earth and keep this concept at the forefront of discussions. Today is Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. I'm covering four topics today. Uh, Reboot, you know, Human Hub's rebooting. Uh, The recent Indiana primary elections, that was uh, on May 3rd. Uh, Human sovereignty and abortion access. Okay, topic one, our reboot. Now, if one takes a look at uh, anchor.fm forward slash lady hyphen Norma, one notices podcasts dating back to January 2020. Uh, Please feel free to listen to them. Uh, You know, I started off just, you know, singing on there and uh, testing it out. I am continuing at this point where I left off. So this podcast is uh, season three. Episode two. Uh, You know, I work two jobs now and I have very little downtime. So 
My goal is to provide informative, short podcasts that concern the many ramifications of human well-being. And by the way, the Human Hub theme song is titled, O Freedom. O Freedom is an African-American spiritual, and uh, it's sung by me, Lady Norma. Now, topic two, Indiana primary elections. All right, so congratulations uh, to Indiana on Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. And I think along with the state of Ohio, we had our primary elections. And um, now I live in Porter County, uh, Indiana at this time. Uh, I'm originally from Lake County, but all right. Right now I'm living in Porter County. Uh, and Porter County, uh, this was the first time they did it. Porter County used the new, quote, vote anywhere, unquote, process. Okay, one per- poll worker said she was happy that she turned away zero voters for being at the wrong polling place. Um, how that works is uh, before the, uh, before the um, election began, you know, before the um, early voting began, I received something in the mail. It had a list of all the polling places in Porter County, and it told me that I could go and vote at any one of those polling places. Okay. Um, that seemed okay. And so ultimately, I just went to the same polling place I've been going to all along. Uh, in any event... Um, you know, that seemed to work out okay. Like I said, you know, uh, the person did not have to turn away any uh, folks at the polls, and that was good. Major downside, however, is that all the votes, or at least many of the votes, everywhere throughout the county have to be counted before any idea of winners and losers is available. Um, you know, I'm just wondering if there's any potential for a vote count problems with this. So the jury is still out on that one. Uh, and then there's the uh, concept that, um, this is also with the Indiana uh, elections. Uh, the other issue that I had was that um, the convention delegates and the precinct committee people were not on my electronic ballot at all even though I was able to see the names of the candidates on the candidate list on the Indiana Secretary of State website. I feel this is even more worrisome than the vote anywhere uh, idea. You know, vote anywhere, I think we may be able to get past that. Uh, One person offered the explanation that the delegates and precinct committee persons were unopposed and therefore um, didn't need to be on the ballot. At the same time, uh, uh, for both parties, there were U.S. senators uh, running unopposed and they were definitely on the ballots. Uh, And they received votes. So... Uh, my hope is that uh, the Indiana Secretary of State 
will insist on consistency and integrity all the way up and down the ballots and make sure that all candidates are actually on the ballots. I don't really see a need to cut corners uh, right there. Then now let's see, moving forward. Topic three, moving on to human sovereignty. I did address this somewhat in uh, the previous podcast and go a little bit more in depth with uh, human sovereignty. As I discuss human sovereignty, I remind the listening audience that Human Hub acknowledges that human beings are energy or spirit beings having physical experiences here on planet Earth. Human Hub also notes that human beings are made of love energy, the most potent force in the universe. Love is what we are made of. It is the essence of our beings. Uh, Love is, you know, love is who we are. Now, a couple definitions. Webster's Unabridged Dictionary defines human as, quote, of or relating to or characteristic of humans, close quote. Now, this definition is not especially descriptive. Then I checked uh, Black's Law Dictionary, 11th edition. 11th edition, to the best of my knowledge, is the latest edition. Uh, It does not uh, have a definition for human at all. Now, Human Hub itself, Human Hub's definition of, quote, human, unquote, is an energy slash spirit being having a physical experience on planet Earth who uses a bioelectromagnetic body made of earthly materials. Okay. Hopefully it's a little bit more descriptive for us. Sovereignty, the word sovereignty as defined by Webster's on the Dictionary is the state or quality of being sovereign, of being above or superior to all others, of being chief, gracist, supreme. Okay. I provide definitions so that, you know, people know exactly the things about which I am speaking. Now, fellow human beings, each and every one of us is on planet Earth by the force of, as an extension of love of God. We are of God, not of any other human being or artificial state or construct. Our authority proceeds from who we are as energy spirit beings that are integral parts of that universal energy force or spirit that we call God or love. No other human being or thing constructed by a human being, no artificial person or artificial intelligence has any authority to mitigate our natural and human rights. 
I think it is important to establish this here on planet Earth at this time so that those who wish to oppress and control understand that planet Earth is a place where each and every human being's personal sovereignty is indeed acknowledged and respected. Human beings, let's hold on to our individual and collective sovereignty. Human Hub encourages all human beings to claim this planet as our own, to understand that we belong to this planet and the planet belongs to us. While we respect and enjoy technology and we acknowledge the many ways that it serves, serves us, we want to make it clear that we fully intend to maintain our sovereignty. Human beings are uninterested in being enslaved by machines, corporations, or any other entity. If you feel that this is overly dramatic, think about the concept of debt slavery that's already going on, okay? Where human beings are just so indebted very often to corporations that, you know, some people are, you know, just really feeling very desperate. You know, think about how many human beings are slaves to their credit scores. You know, think about how many human beings are slaves to their student debt. Think about how many human beings are slaves to the high cost of their prescription medications. Think about how many human beings are slaves to a healthcare system in which the words heal and cure are rarely spoken. Think about how many human beings base their decisions on whether or not something will, quote, mess up their social security, unquote. Think about the $7 25 cent per hour minimum wage that is still the law of the land here in the United States of America. Think about the fact that our Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer took the $15 per hour minimum wage off the table entirely, citing some parliamentary rule. As it turns out, the parliamentarian is an unelected employee of the United States of America Senate and can make strong suggestions but can be easily overruled by any elected official like Senator Schumer. Our laws, our legislatures, and our lives are being made to look like something that is very good artificial persons, but a nightmare for us human beings. If human beings are seeing more and more nightmare situations, we human beings may want to be clear about the source of our angst. Other human beings, to a large degree, are not the biggest threat to human sovereignty. Artificial persons, artificial intelligence, Those are the biggest threats to human sovereignty. 
and the biggest threat to human beings having ready and easy access to the resources of planet Earth, which is our home. You know, and this, you know, if you don't really believe this, you know, think about the extortion of money in exchange for prescription drugs. Extortion is, uh, if you look that up in the dictionary, extortion is when you charge excessively high prices for something. Okay. Think about the destruction of our human habitat, the environmental and climate catastrophe, so that artificial persons can bring more money out of everything human beings need and want from our own planet. Now, President Eisenhower uh, warned, you know, about the um, military-industrial complex. Uh, on January seventeenth, nineteen sixty-one, Frances Haugen, the woman who leaked the Facebook papers, emphasized that emphasized that we, human beings, are indeed on the slippery slope when it comes to our interaction with artificial intelligence and technology. The interface between human sovereignty on planet Earth and the desire by artificial persons, artificial intelligence, and or other entities to control, oppress, or overtake human beings and our sovereignty are at the center of many situations in 2022. Please bear in mind, however, in our human experience, our human vibration and what we human beings intend to have are dominant and sovereign. This is universal law. As energy spirit beings, our vibration is dominant in our experience. And to the degree that we're able to hold that concept at the forefront of our consciousness and not allow distractions, other people's narratives to just overwhelm us, it is to that degree that we maintain our sovereignty. Uh, I think, you know, those sorts of things uh, can be important for us. Uh, our sovereignty, to a large degree, is uh, something that we actually hold on to. We have to give it away. It's ours, our birthright. It is not something that is gifted to us or allowed to us by someone else. This is part of who we are. Our sovereignty we already have it. Let's keep it. Okay. Now, once again, Anchor.fm is the podcast service that is hosting Human Hub Podcast. Anchor.fm provides this service free of charge. They help to distribute the podcasts that are created on the platform, and they help to monetize them. Anchor.fm does this because they want everyone's voice to be heard, regardless of background or experience level. 
podcasting with Anchor.fm is easy. Even I can do it. Just sign up on the website or download the app onto your phone, record your podcast, then tap publish. Record your podcast using the Anchor.fm platform and have your voice heard today. And at this time, moving on to topic number four. Topic number four, number four is abortion access. And yes, I purposely put the concept of human sovereignty uh, together with uh, abortion access, okay? Now, uh, as I did in uh, the previous topic, uh, I'll begin this discussion of abortion uh, with definitions. To abort means to stop or to end. When we use the term an abortion, uh, generally speaking, uh, we're referring to stopping or ending a human being's pregnancy. Now, please note that all of nature performs abortions all the time. A plant often develops a large amount of blossoms at the beginning of the spring, expecting that many of the blossoms will be blown off or damaged beyond repair, aborting the pollination process before it has begun. Then later, Possibly, more young fruit develops than the plant feels it can sustain throughout the growing season. If the growing season is kind of dry, uh, you'll see even more of this. What will happen is very young unripe fruit falls to the ground, aborted before maturity and ripeness. You know, so that the plant uh, has as much fruit on it as it can appropriately uh, bring to maturity. Now, many animals, including insects, birds, and fish, do not incubate their progeny inside their own physical bodies, so abortion for them is often a process of predators consuming their progeny at the egg or infant stages and may be all too frequent from the parent's point of view. Now, human beings are mammals, and like most mammals, guard their young from heavy predation by holding recently conceived progeny inside their own physical bodies until the young bodies have achieved adequate maturity to do some basic things, you know, like breathing, smelling, eating, digesting food, etc. Human parents, like other earthly parents, may use their God-given love-given senses to determine that current living conditions are inappropriate or inadequate to sustain human life at a particular time and decide to abort a pregnancy, knowing that as adults of the species, they can conceive a child, you know, at a later time. This is why love or God by any name gave us six senses and this is in alignment with responsibilities of discerning, 
intelligent adult of any species. You know, if you're if you can discern things, if you're intelligent, um, you know, you've been on the planet long enough to be an adult of your species, then then this is one of the decisions that uh, one may have to make. This is not necessarily an easy decision. But again, this is uh, not just something that human beings do. This is uh, almost all species uh, do this uh, at some level. You know, the adults of the species know that you know, they can conceive a child at a different time that is more conducive to sustaining uh, human life. And then they'll pick that better opportunity. Now, further, human beings are spiritual energy beings having physical experiences. Human parents and incoming human beings, that would be the uh, the energy being that would like to come in, are all energy spirit beings. The energy, spiritual aspects of all of us are created from love and are full, complete, and ageless. The, we want to keep that at the forefront of our consciousness that the things that are going on on the physical plane are just part of our experience. Now, from the perspective of energy spirit beings having physical experiences, please note that if an energy being wants to have a physical experience on planet Earth, and we're talking about human beings right now, the most common way to do it is to come through a womb. The wombs of women literally are the doorways onto planet Earth. Women are the gatekeepers onto planet Earth. It is not just our right as women. It is our responsibility to manage and guard these gateways to the best of our abilities. If the right and responsibility belong to men, men would have wombs. Certainly, Consideration of spouses, partners, and husbands is very important. However, final decisions rest with us women. As is the case with many forms of life, from plants to other mammals, if conditions are simply inappropriate for offspring, aborting a pregnancy is warranted. Concerning the concept of murder, or loss of life, note that all human beings are energy beings having physical experiences, and this includes newborn infants. There is a definite connection between the energy spirit side of life and the physical side of life for each and every human being. Some people picture this connection as a cord. For other people, it is an unseen yet very real connection, a hardwired connection, if I could use that terminology, between the energy or spirit of a human being and the body that one has. It is this core, this connection, that causes one to, say, startle awake if one's body is touched when one is sleeping. One's energy spirit self rushes back to the body 
to see what's going on, okay? And again, as Human Hub does want to keep this whole dynamic of this energy spirit portion and the physical portion, you know, just being connected and working together. We want to keep that to the forefront of our consciousness. Now, during gestation, the mother's cord or unseen connection is in place and fully functional. Okay, during gestation, there is no cord or hardwired connection yet established between the fetus and any spirit being. The fetus is an integral part of the mother's body, firmly attached to the mother's body by an umbilical cord, a physical cord. It is true that fairly often the energy on this or the spirit of the being intending to inhabit the fetus is present at conception. That does happen. In fact, it is true that the energy or spirit aspect of the being intending to inhabit the fetus may have been present with the parents before conception, trying to get them together. Often the energy or spirit of the being intending to inhabit the fetus remains very close to the mother and its nearness allows the fetus to form more precisely to the needs of that particular energy spirit being. During birth, a silver cord or that unseen hardwired connection is established between that incoming energy or spirit being and its new physical body as it comes through the doorway of the womb onto the earth plane. And soon after that, the umbilical cord attaching the physical body of the new human being to the womb is detached from its mother. Okay? So we want to kind of keep this in mind. The mother cannot murder a fetus in the true sense of that term because the fetus is an actual extension of her own body and is not yet connected to the incoming energy spirit being. Of course, the mother is very much alive and all parts of her body are alive. So there is definitely life in the fetus. If the mother feels that giving birth to the fetus is inappropriate for her, for the fetus, or for both of them, it is not only her right, it is her responsibility to manage and guard the doorway of her womb and do what is best for all concerned, which may be to end the pregnancy and carry a fetus to term at a later time. In the end, If one truly wants more babies on the planet, first of all, develop a more welcoming society. Women are tired of being traumatized, disrespected, misused, and abused. 
Most women and their partners prefer an enjoyable pregnancy, childbirth, and child-rearing experience. Creating this situation might encourage more childbirths. Less traumatization and killing of people who are already born might go a long way toward encouraging more births. A kinder, gentler, more supportive, and uplifting society might encourage more births. Better food, better housing, and more restful sleep might encourage more births. Living according to the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, would help encourage more births also. Why these basic humanitarian and social things are not happening brings us to power and control issues that are at the heart of the current abortion access discussion. Okay, briefly stated, the two most salient power and control issues concerning abortion access are the power over and control of wombs, which are the doorways for human beings coming to planet Earth, and power over and control of women generally, which maintains an unpaid workforce to provide care and teaching of the young human beings who have come through the doorway of the room and provides care, maintenance, and management of the domicile where all the human beings live, including the young human beings, the women themselves, and those who wish to control, who are often men. Undergirding these power and control issues is a denial of women as whole human beings who are sovereign over the entirety of their beings, including their time, energy, intentions, and bodies. Now, today is May 11th, 2022. And in 2022, as the Divine Feminine continues to gain strength and popularity around the world here in the United, and here in the United States of America, the human men and others who wish to exploit and control women are desperately attempting to maintain that unfair power and control. Nevertheless, Representative Judy Chu of California's 27th District, along with 215 co-sponsors, sponsored H.R. 3755, Women's Health Protection Act, which passed the U.S. House of Representatives 218 to 211 on September 24, 2021. The bill went to the U.S. Senate on, Senate on September 27, 2021, was received by the Senate on September 28, 2021, and was read in the Senate for the first time on September 29, 2021. The corporate puppets, a term that describes far too many U.S. Senators, Democratic and Republican, the corporate puppets are ineffective in passing the legislation through the Senate. The bill summary states in part, quote, This bill prohibits government, governmental restrictions on the provision of and access to abortion services. Specifically, governments may not limit a provider's ability to prescribe certain drugs, offer abortion services via telemedicine, or 
immediately provide abortion services when the provider determines a delay risks the patient's health. Furthermore, governments may not require a provider to perform unnecessary medical procedures, provide medically inaccurate information, comply with credentialing or other conditions that do not apply to providers whose services are medically comparable to abortions or carry out all services connected to an abortion. That's just part of the summary. The U.S. Senate, uh, by the way, my source uh, is congress.gov forward slash bill forward slash 117th hyphen Congress forward slash House hyphen bill forward slash 3755. The uh, U.S. Senate uh, at this time is uh, busy. They're busy sitting on this bill, and we, the people of the United States of America, are ever so tired of hearing all of their excuses about why they can't seem to get humanitarian legislation through that chamber of our Congress. Therefore, Human Hub and myself, Lady Norma, I, we, I certainly feel that it is wise for women and our allies to focus our attention first on establishing the fact that women are whole human beings who have complete sovereignty over all aspects of our being. This is the beginning and a very good place to start. Further, Human Hub and myself, Lady Norma, um, we're suggesting that if those who wish to control are unwilling or unable to acknowledge the very basic fact of the sovereignty of women over all aspects of our beings, those who wish to control can no longer play with women. That is to say, no sex and no access to the doorway. That is to say, no babies at all, in which case abortion won't be necessary. To be clear, I, Lady Norma, realize that it is very difficult, sometimes impossible, for many women to be able to say no to sex with spouses, domestic cohabitants, and partners. And besides, they may not want to. And I strongly suggest that all women make their personal safety their first priority. However, for those women and our allies maybe even sex workers who are willing to make the sacrifice and can safely say no to sex, at least occasionally. Let's cut off access to our rooms until we have proper respect for our sovereignty. I realize that this is extreme. At the same time, not acknowledging the truth of another being's humanness and sovereignty is also extreme. To the best of our abilities, let's say, If you can't respect it, you can't play with it. And let's also say no safe legal abortions, then no babies at all. Okay, we're done here. Okay, at some level, we've got to let them know that we mean business. We are not girls anymore. We are fully grown women, backed up by an increasingly strong divine feminine energy, and we are absolutely tired of living our lives according to a narrative that has its roots in women as chattel and indentured servants. Women are done with living like slaves. We hereby take full sovereign control of our wombs and our lives. 
All right, again, like I say, I realize this is not uh, an easy path, but I think that we've got to say something that lets these people know that we mean business. Uh, and it's not okay to just treat women like doormats. That's just simply not okay anymore. So at this time, uh, Human Hub is signing off for now, you know, and until next time. Oh, oh freedom. Oh, freedom. Mm-hmm.